We're positioned. Good morning, Living Word. Good morning again, all you morning manites. God bless you. Welcome to a new day, that the day, a day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad. It, it, it certainly is a pleasure to be part of a new week, a week that God has foresaw, and not only did He foresee it, He foresaw it with us in mind. So everything has been put in place for you and I to be successful in today. Amen. And so I want to start off um, this, I want to label this um, morning podcast, this morning manner as five practical things for a fulfilling life, things that we do on a daily basis, five daily practices for a fulfilling life. I think most of you who have been listening to this podcast have probably already figured out the things I'm going to talk about today, right? But every day provides us with an opportunity for personal growth and for a more meaningful life. Let me say it again. Every day comes with great opportunities for personal growth and to make our lives more meaningful. But like I've always said, we need to take charge of our daily lives and understand that we do have influence in how our lives turn out, right? So I want to explore five daily things that we can do to to improve our lives. And we're going to use that and do it using biblical references, as I always do. Not only are some things just practical things, but we need to make sure, being that we are Christians, being that our lives are lived according to biblical principles, I want to make sure everything that I teach has a biblical principle or the base of it is from the Bible. So the first thing that we do every single day, and I say it all the time, each and every day, is that we must talk to God. So we should start your day with prayer. Um, Philippians 4 verse 6 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Daily prayer, believe it or not, connects us with God. (laughs) Daily prayer, allow God to offer his guidance and tranquility in, in the midst of all our challenges and anything that we face in life. Prayer sort of brings a certain peace to our minds and it takes us from a space of worrying to a space of trusting and just relying on God. Prayer also sets a positive tone for the day and it helps us to focus on what truly matters. When we place everything before God, our projects, 
um, you know, things that we have to deal with, our employees, our co-workers, you know, all these things that we have to, um, you know, interface with each and every day. When we place those things in God's hands, it sort of helps us to focus and we tend not to worry as much. People who pray don't worry. We can't be worrying and praying. God is not raising up prayer warriors. He's raising up prayer warriors. So be a prayer warrior and not a prayer warrior. Okay? <laughs> Give your issues unto the Lord. Start your day with prayer. Start your day with talking to God. I've said it so much and so often. If you're not doing it, then you're not following instruction. And so if you want your day to be influenced positively, always start your day off with your Heavenly Father. He loves you and he wants to have a relationship with you and he wants to help your day to become according to his plan for good and not evil and for divine protection, you know. So you got to start your day off with God. Talk to God. He will talk to you and he will lead you and direct you. And if he's leading and directing you, you cannot go wrong. The second thing we need to do is read your Bible. Read and reflect on scripture. The Bible says in 2 Timothy 3.16, all scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. So the, the Bible equips you for your work. <laughs> yes, it does. It gets your mind in the right attitude, in the right frame, that no matter what you do, you can do it better. <laughs> because you have a base, you have the Word of God that's going to help you to think and get you through your day. And so not only does biblical study and reading the Word each day nurture spiritual growth, but it offers wisdom. Yeah, and it aligns us with the principles of God. And when we are living our lives, when we're doing things according to the principles of God, our lives are going to turn out better than when we go according to feelings or what everybody else is doing. So it's important to know that, that the Word of God inside of us adds wisdom to our days, right? And we all need wisdom. We need wisdom in all that we do. And on jobs, we need wisdom, we need understanding, and reading the Word will bring the Word of God into our spirit. Jesus said the Word is spirit, the Word brings life, and so we want to bring life, we want to bring that, we want to activate the Spirit of God in us to make our daily life better. <laughs> it's better to, to go through your day with the Word of God in your spirit than foolishness stuff you hear on tv the news you know unholy songs on the on the radio you know all these things that we hear that comes into our ear gates each and every day it is so much better for us to have a word that we could meditate upon day and night yeah so it's important that you do that make sure you read and reflect on scripture have a scripture in your mind Amen. The third thing, and this is not intuitive. The first two are intuitive, right? But I thought about this one and I said, you know what? We need to practice this on a daily basis. And that is something called forgiveness. 
Like I said, it's not intuitive, but we're command to forgive us, to for, be forgiven. The Bible says in Colossians 3.13, of course we know Jesus talked about it, but I'm, I'm staying in the, in the epistles. And Colossians 3.13 says, Bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. And the reason I want to say that is because a lot of times we have grievances. And those grievances may be justified. <laughs> they may be. But we are told in Scripture, you know, just, man, just let it go. Just forgive them. Just move on with your life. Why carry grievances? Why carry burdens? Just let it go. After connecting with God and reading the Word, you don't want anything to corrupt. <laughs> you know, corrupt and to mess up. You know, the Bible says a little leaven leavens the whole lump. So you don't want unforgiveness. You don't want grievances. You don't want malice, malcontent. You don't want bad feelings, bad thoughts, all those things to corrupt what the Spirit of the Lord is trying to do in your spirit, right? And so daily forgiveness allows us to let go of grudges. And we know when we are forgiving people, we're not holding negativity in our hearts. Negative stuff mess up your life. <laughs> and we want our lives to be fulfilling. We want to grow spiritually. We want to grow financially. We want to grow intellectually. And if we hold negative things in our life, it stunts all our growth. We are now just stuck. So let stuff let stuff go. Let people go. Get over people. You know, one of the most important things that you have to learn to do is to get over people. And the Bible says, just as God forgave you, you need to forgive others. Right? God got over your mess and forgave you. So you need to get over people's mess and forgive others them. And when we do that, it creates an atmosphere of peace, inner peace, and it also creates healthier relationships. Amen. We're not, when we're not holding grudges against people, we're not having bad feelings uh, on people, it, it, it creates a better working relationship. It creates a better and healthier personal relationships with your friends, with your neighbors, with your co-workers. When we have good relationships with them, it just makes life a lot easier. So just forgive people and move on. People do stupid things and stupid things could just rub you wrong. I know. <laughs> yeah, people just do stupid things, but you just have to forgive them because sometimes, you know what? You do stupid things too. Let's just be for real. Ain't nobody perfect. Neither are you. So you should forgive as God has forgiven you, you do stupid things and you may have to ask for forgiveness also. But if you want to be forgiven, you have to be a forgiven person yourself. Give what you want to receive. Amen. Let me say it again. Give what you want to receive. And that is a principle that you should live by. Number four, you must do some daily exercise. I know nobody thinks that's biblical. But it is biblical. The Bible tells us we must care for our bodies. 
Because our bodies is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And I know Paul says physical exercise profits little. Yeah, well, what he's talking about is comparison to your physical improvement as compared to your spiritual improvement when you exercise the spiritual graces rather than the physical graces. But he's not saying that you should not exercise because you cannot be a good representative of the kingdom of heaven when you your body is a mess so you want to make sure you take care of your body because it is important right so incorporating daily exercise whether it's a walk a workout a physical activity you enjoy you enjoy it is vital in maintaining physical health regular exercise boosts your energy it even improves your mood and it also prevents certain health issues right some of you got high blood pressure Similar because you don't exercise. You exercise, you can wipe that away. Mm -hmm. High cholesterol, exercise, and something else I'm going to talk about next. It is so important that it could transform and change your life. Doctor tells you you're pre-diabetic. You got to do something about it. Start exercising. A lot of your issues. See, exercise also removes toxins from your body through sweat. You sweat out a lot of toxins. Right, and you wash yourself when you're drinking um, more water, it freshens yourself. You just feel a whole lot healthier. Your skin is healthier when you're drinking water and when you're exercising. So, it's important that you get some exercise. I think, and I know through study, that you should exercise at least 22 minutes a day for at least four days a week. You should have at least four days a week that you elevate your heart rate. Now, some people think this is because they walk around the house. That's exercise. No, that's just walking around the house. Oh, because I work on my job. No, your body is used to that after a while. So you're not elevating your your heart rate. Oh, I move stuff all day, Pastor. Well, that's good, right? You are moving at least. But exercise elevates your heart rate above your normal rate of heart right well your normal heart rate exercise must elevate it above it and take it above your normal heartbeat and so it can help to push things to your body get them things out of your veins out of your arteries push things through right and so the last thing to to create a fulfilling life and help maintain uh, a better quality of life is to maintain a healthy diet. I know, you know, we like to eat what we like to eat, but all them donuts, it ain't good for you, okay? It's just not. And some of you have donuts every morning, um, a bagel with cream cheese, and all this stuff we eat every single day. Be careful of what you are doing every single day. Not saying you can never eat a donut, you can't eat a bagel, but be careful of what you're doing every single day because your routine creates who you are. If you're overweight, check your routine. I always got to tell you that. Check what you're putting in your mouth 
every single day. Are you eating the right things? And if you're eating the right things, are you exercising? It is important that we do that. The Bible actually encourages us to practice moderation, to make wise choices in our eating habits. Right? Look at Proverbs 25 and 16. Some of you are going to laugh about it. It says, if you find honey, eat just enough. Too much of it and you will vomit. <laughs> Right, honey is very good for you, right? But too much of it can cause you to vomit. That's what the Bible says. So it's not. Some people say, "Well, we should not eat meat." And I don't agree with any of that. I think everything should be done with moderation. Okay, so you don't eat too. You don't eat just meat. You don't eat just vegetable because all those things your body needs. We do everything with moderation, right? Stop overindulging on one thing. And not enough of another thing, right? Maintain a healthy diet. You must have a balanced diet with a variety of fruits, vegetables, lean proteins, whole grains. All those things is necessary for overall health. And so we must eat with moderation, avoid overindulgence as we align ourselves with biblical principles. In, in talking about eating, some of us, we may eat healthy, but our plates is this big. <laughs> stop stuffing yourself. <laughs> yes, yeah, eat smaller portions multiple times a day. It'll make a huge difference in your life. It's better for you to eat, um, take one big meal and break it down into four portions rather than stuffing it all in your body all at one time. Break into smaller portion, eat it every two hours or something like that, but give your body a chance to break it down properly. Other thing is digestion starts in your mouth. So stop washing your food down your throat. <laughs> stop eating, then drinking. No, eat first. Wait about 20 minutes before you drink something, right? Let your, let your digestive system work. A lot of us just wash the food down our mouth, not even properly chewing it properly and not allowing the digestion to begin in your mouth to help your body break down your food. So stop eating and drinking. I know that's a habit that we learned as children. Our parents used to give us our food and give us our drink. You know, I stopped that with my kids. I said, nobody drinking anything until they finish eating. Okay, and as adult, that's something that we need to practice. Stop eating and drinking. Put that cup down. Put that cup of juice down until you are done eating. And after you get done eating, let your body relax a little bit. And you, technically, you shouldn't drink anything cold after eating. You should drink something room temperature or something warm after eating. I know. For years and years, we've been drinking cold drinks <laughs> after eating, but we're actually doing ourselves a disservice by doing that. Okay, so make sure you check your habits. What are you doing each and every day? Check your habits. Make sure you have studied. Check, check research. Google it and see if anything I'm saying is true. Check for yourself. You will see that what I'm saying to you is very true. We have so much habits that we picked up and learned over the years. And it's time to, you know, once again, examine some of the things we're doing to make sure we're actually benefiting from them. And lastly, I would say um, brush your teeth after you eat 
not necessarily before you eat. A lot of people wake up in the morning, first thing they do is brush their teeth, then they go eat breakfast, and then run out for the day. Never go back to the bathroom. <laughs> you are leaving solids on your teeth, and it helps your teeth, and this which is going to cause your teeth to create cavities. We have been doing it backwards for too long. If you brush your teeth before you go to bed at night, you wake up in the morning, wash out your mouth, eat, then brush your teeth. The purpose of brushing teeth is to get food off of your teeth after you eat. It's not just to have good breath. We have been doing it wrong for a long time. Many of you do it wrong for a long time. You don't brush your teeth after you eat. You brush your teeth before you eat which makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> Brush your teeth after, not necessarily before, okay? And make sure you brush your teeth before you go to bed because you don't want all that bacteria, all that food on your teeth before you go to sleep. In the next eight hours, six hours, it's there working in your mouth along with the juices in your mouth and creating some serious bacteria. And you wake up with bad breath. Simple things, practical things that we do each day to have a fulfilling life. Amen. So I pray that these things, these little tidbits was, you know, make sense to you. You will even consider them because I think they're easy to do. Nothing hard to do at all. It just takes a little discipline. And if we're going to have fulfilling life, then we need to be disciplined people, especially in our eating. Um, in our exercise and reading the word of God. That's probably the toughest thing that people do not do is read the word and exercise. Those two things a lot of people do not do. They will pray because that's easy. You can pray in your car while you're driving, pray in the shower. But to take time out to read the word and study the word, mm -mm, very few people do. And to take time to exercise and do what you need to do, exercise right, very few people do it consistently okay so make sure you have a con that consistent reading the word and exercising those two things are super important to help you to maintain your health and to have a fulfilling life amen so let us pray father we thank you again for your word we thank you for your instructions we thank you god because you want our lives to be fulfilling you want our lives to be the best that it can possibly be. That is your desire for us, God. And so I pray, God, as I've given your people practical instructions to make our daily lives more fulfilling, I pray, God, they will adhere to some of these things, and God, and do what they need to do to transform and to change their lives. And if they find themselves in a bad situation, God, I pray that they will see and know that everything in this life is subject to change. And so I pray, God, you give them the courage to make the changes that are necessary. And Father, your word already said you have given us all things that is necessary for life and godliness. And so as your children, we receive it. Your word for us is our bread. We will eat from it. We will drink from it. And we will maintain our lives because of biblical instructions. Father, we give you thanks and we give you praise. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.